it's good to be with you tonight. We're so thankful that we can just gather together and and seek the Lord God Almighty online tonight. And, absolutely. And uh, we certainly have a, a lot to seek the Lord for. Amen, Luke? Oh, absolutely. 100%. God, God is moving uh, in mighty ways. And, and tonight, I know your hearts are heavy, folks, as we're watching the world around us. The events of the world have just been overwhelming. And uh, in our hearts as the church, we are overwhelmed as too. Absolutely. And uh, we, we want... We want to be the church, and the greatest thing that we can do for our world right now, folks, is to seek the Almighty God, to come before Him and just beseech uh, the Lord to move in all ways right now. And so, uh, as the church, this is what God's called us to do, and He's called us to just step up and to, to be the church, and the number one greatest thing that we can do right now is to pray. So I, I'm going to open up in prayer tonight, and then uh, then Luke's going to guide us through a season of prayer tonight. But as we do that, I just I want to invite you. I know your heart is heavy, as uh, as we have watched all these uh, all the all these unrest all over the country, right here in Pittsburgh and all over the country. And uh, in addition to that, the the COVID crisis, and in addition to that, the financial crisis, and in addition to that, it just seems like everything's crumbling. But we know that God is greater and God is Amen. working. Amen. So as we move into that tonight, let's let's just go to the Lord in prayer, and, and uh, I'm just going to pray for you, church, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna invite you to to join in, and as as you do, you're going to be able to be responding online. But uh, let me just set the tone by praying and seeking the face of God Almighty tonight. Father God, we come before you, and we thank you, Lord, that you are God. You, uh, you, you are still in control, and while the whole world is turned upside down, Lord, the, our, this entire globe has been turned upside down from, from the day one of the COVID crisis, and now, Lord, into this uh, huge amount of unrest all over the country, even here at home, Lord. And so, God, our hearts are broken with the broken tonight. Lord, you said to, to cry with those who cry, rejoice with those who rejoice. And so tonight, Lord, our hearts are breaking for the broken. And Lord, there, there's, there's so much injustice in the world that we live in, so much brokenness. But God, you are the answer. There's no other way. There's nothing under heaven that can change the hearts of man except God. And so God, we come before you, Lord, and we, we humble ourselves. God is the church of Jesus Christ. We're we're your followers. Uh, We know that there's nothing that we can do um, in our own power. God, you can uh, can prompt us to to be loving and kind to our neighbors, to to those around us, to to those that we don't even know, Lord. Uh, And God, we ask that you will prompt us to to make make those moves and, and to be supportive. Of, uh, of you, Lord, and, and your work, and to be supportive out there, Lord, for, for those that are hurting and those that are broken. Uh, Lord, you said that you would heal the brokenhearted and you would set the captives free. So, God, right now we come to you. We realize that uh, our, our hearts are broken, and, Lord, the hearts of many are broken, and it's, it's been a long time brewing. And so, God, we ask that you will take and, and come and heal our land, Lord. Move in a way that only you'll get the glory. And so uh, as we begin to pray tonight, Lord, with our, with our church family, I just ask, God, that you'll open up our hearts to your movement, Lord. You, you've, you said that uh, when we come to you in prayer, that that's how you accomplish your will in our life is through prayer. And, uh, and so, God, uh, we, we're all seeking you. We want to know what you want us to do. We want to know your will. And so we're humbling ourselves tonight, Lord, as a church. And of all the things that the church could be doing, we're doing the greatest thing, sitting at the feet of Jesus. So, God, we we lift up our nation to you. We lift up our city to you. We lift up our church to you. God, heal us. Start with us. And let us be the change in the world. The change that the world needs so desperately from the ultimate uh, example of Jesus who died on that cross and took the ultimate pain and 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 as he was ridiculed as he was beat he was destroyed uh, he still loved and so God as as we are in this season we ask 
for that too for us. Teach us how to be the hands and feet of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Ken. So, you know, I, I think one of one of the things that God's been reminding me as I've been as I've been reading Ken is just He wants to give us confidence. He wants to give us strength, and 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 so He wants to remind us, like, come back to Him, come back to the source. And so, as we go to the Lord, as we seek on behalf of of, of our friends, of our family, of those who don't know Jesus, of of just bringing our prayer requests, and we're going to, you know, use our, our acts as our guide tonight. So adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, we're going to use it as our guide. I want to just give us a verse from, from 1 John. It's 1 John 5.14, just to, just to kind of boost us. You know, I think that prayer, one of the times, I, I, so many times I feel like I don't have words, and I'm like, you know, just pray the scriptures, just pray the scriptures back to God and just reminds me of the confidence that I can have in approaching God, knowing that he hears me. And so that's what first John is all about. So it says in verse 14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, mm. he hears us. Mm. And, you know, and I think, OK, so how do we understand the will of God? And that is, you know, that's that, that is something that we're on a journey of trying to understand the will of God. But we have his word. We have what he's laid out for us. And so as we continue to dig into his word and dig into, you know, that which he lays out for us, we're going to come to him. We're going to go to him in prayer. And so just know we can have confidence in approaching God. And confidence is a powerful thing, Luke. Absolutely. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. Right now, there's no confidence in anything out there. But you can have confidence, I love that, confidence that he hears us, and anything that pleases him, he's going to answer. So uh, we know what pleases him, right? It's in his word. So God bless you. I love him, man. So just remember that as we pray, like prayer is is, is talking to our our God. And on this Sunday, you know, Ken was talking about, you know, God being our Heavenly Father, being our, our Daddy. And I just love that because... You know, it's a, it's that relationship. I'm talking to God. Sometimes it is a little, it's short. Sometimes it's long. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's however I feel. But I love that we can just be on, we can be informal with our Heavenly Father. And so we're going to be informal with our Heavenly Father tonight. So just remember, prayer is we're, we're talking to the Lord. And so um, we're, we're going to read through Psalm 40. And as we're reading through Psalm 40, I encourage you to pull up Psalm 40, whether you have your physical Bible or you have it on the Bible app. Um, but as, as we're reading through it, we're going to bounce back and forth in reading Psalm 40. Would you, put, would you just put in the comments, uh, you know, you can hit the like button, the love button. But, you know, feel free to retype one of the verses that just really you resonate with. And, and also feel free to, as we're talking and we're interacting, to post your prayer requests throughout the night. So I'm going to start off in verse 1. And it says, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. Mm. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. I love the realness that David's talking about here. And, I, and again, we've been reading through the Psalms in these prayer times, and I think I can identify with David because he uses such good visuals. Like he pulls us out of the mud, he cleans us off, he, he steadies our feet because, you know, a lot of us are trying to find, com- we're trying to find rock ground, you know, hard ground to stand on, to steady ourselves for, for confidence. Mm. And then it says he gives you a new song. Yeah. Just, we see this the imagery and all over Scripture of just renewing, restoring. Amen. And so I'm just, I love that. And then it says, oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord and no confidence in the proud uh, or in those who worship idols. And so just know that God is giving you a new song. He's renewing you. He will pull, you, he will pull us out of this pit. He will pull us out of this time of feeling like we're just covered in chaos. And he's going to steady our feet. So just let's have confidence Amen. in these words. Amen. Isn't that powerful that uh, the joys, it's the joys of those who trust the Lord. Not, it, we can all look to whatever we're going to trust. You can trust uh, the doctor's opinion. You can trust the media. economist's <laughs> opinion. Yeah, you could try to trust the media, right? <laughs> so you, you, can, uh, you can try and trust so many different things. And I think that uh, that is the fundamental 
uh, basis for our joy is where to trust that. Amen. Yeah, if our trust is in anything else but God, it falls short. Absolutely. And uh, and I'm guilty of this. I know we're all humans and we're guilty of this, that we place our trust and our hope. I think some translations may translate that word trust as hope, mm-hmm. our hope in the Lord. We can place our hope, our trust in and so many things that are not valid. Absolutely. And uh, we, we go to, you know, I, I say this sometimes in sermons, that sometimes we go to our spouse for them to give sure. us what only God can give us. Absolutely. You know, like my wife can only give me so much. God has to meet That's that right. innermost need. Absolutely. That's what he's saying there, the joys of those who trust him. Uh, verse 5, O oh Lord my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans are too numerous to, too numerous to list. You have no equal. There's wow. none like our God. None. Remember, uh, years ago we used to sing a song, There is no one like our God, no one like our God, no oh, yeah. one like oh, our yeah. God. You know? uh-huh. And I love that because there is no one like our God. If, if I tried to recite all of your wonderful deeds, I would never come to an end of them. You know, the, the John said at the end of his book when he was writing about Jesus, he said if I were to include everything I saw in the life of Jesus, <laughs> there wouldn't be enough books in the world. <laughs> And I love that, Wonderful. you know what I mean? Love and that's that. just about Jesus. And so ta- take about all the, all the incredible words of the Lord that he has given and, and all the deeds that he has done. So, again, folks, keep coming back. Remember who God is. Remember that he is your heavenly father. And remember that he is not absent. And so his track record. I love it. You know, you can look at some things and you can say, hey, there's a track record. That's right. Well, according to the psalm here, it says, if I tried to recite all of your wonderful deeds, I would never come to an end of them. So here's what happens in the midst of the, the crises that we are going through right now. We recite the crises over right. and over. That's right. And God says, don't recite the crises. Philippians 4.8, keep coming back to me, right? Keep coming to the positive, what he has done. Verse 6, you take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made man listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come, as it is written about me in the scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. Oh, I love that right now. Isn't that what we need to know out there, Luke? That's right. The justice of the Lord. God is not mocked. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. The justice of the Lord will prevail. I have not been afraid to speak out as you, O Lord, know. And so he's staying here. Listen, I've told people about your justice, and I'm not afraid to tell them about it. Folks, this is where we've got to stand right now. The, uh, we, we can't sort out everything that's going on in our world right now. But I'll tell you what, we know there's a tremendous injustice. And God is the one who speaks to it, right? And God says, listen, at the end of the day, I hold the scale. And God's in charge, folks. God is in charge. So I want to encourage you to keep running to him. And don't be afraid to speak out that God that's is so good. still God. That's so powerful. And, and then he continues on in verse 10. He says, then he says, I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love, or your fa- your unfailing love and your faithfulness. And I, I just think it's like we have this opportunity to just talk about how good the Lord is and to share, and we can't hide it because we we what, what's man's justice system mm-hmm. going to accomplish? Yeah, I mean we're we're watching it, and exactly. so what we can what we can bank on, and what we what's shareable, what's really truly shareable news is the faithfulness of God, Amen, and Amen. God's justice. And so, and then He says in eleven, Lord, don't hold your back, don't hold back your tender mercies for me. Let your unfailing love and faithfulness always protect me. And then He just comes into the realization, or He just gets real, really real. And he says, for troubles surround me, too many to count. Isn't that interesting? How He talks about He can't write down all the deeds, and He but he is thinking of all the things that he has going on in yeah. his life. And so it's so easy just to even think we, we can't write down all the good deeds of the Lord, but then how quickly we, we sink into our humanness. All my troubles, I can't even count them. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And it's just a realization. That, and then he says, my sins pile up so high I can't see my way out. They outnumber the hairs on my head. I have lost all courage. 
And then he says, it's just so, it, it's so honest and so simple. He says, please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and, and help me. And so I think it's so easy to turn to, to again, human-produced things. You know, I'm going to go to something that's going to make me feel better. I'm going to go to um, these best human influences. And, it's, and, it, and then instead he's saying, sit before the Lord of the universe. And just he just has this moment where he's saying, God, just he's saying, Lord, rescue me. Like he, he's, he's come to the end of himself. Amen. I mean, think about it. If he's sitting there and he's thinking enough about it, he's going, my troubles outnumber the hairs on my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For some of you, that's a pretty big deal, you know? But I think, what, what a powerful prayer. Yeah. Lord, rescue me. Help me. Come quickly. Yeah. You know, there's some one-line prayers in the Scripture, and you see them often. Uh, Lord, rescue me. I need you now. You know, I'm thinking of the, some people in our church that are really going through some trials right now. Trials on top of trials on top of trials. And, and as, as we walk the journey with you folks, we, we, we too are praying, Lord, rescue lord rescue and that's the that's one of the great great functions one of the great characteristics of our god is that he promises the rescue and and come quickly lord i love that like god i just need you like i I need your ear i and you know when you understand that god is there and he's near boy it helps you to walk in the midst of all those troubles that surround me that you can't count, you know? And, and you start, So when you read these Psalms, folks, go and just jump in and know that David, as he's writing these, and many, many of them are written by David, and, and David would just cry out. Right. And he'd say, God, where are you? Right. Like, like, why did you abandon me? And, right. and, and, and that, that's a normal emotion. And so what we do is we keep coming back and we apply the truth to that emotion. So we, we watch that emotion over and over in the Word of God. And that's why I always love the Psalms. I, I tell people that it's, it's very good if you can read a Psalm a day. You know, like if you could set up a Bible reading plan where you're reading maybe a chapter from the New Testament, uh, a chapter from the Old Testament, right. and then a Psalm and a Proverbs. Like, like it will just guide you. The Psalms are just so filled with the, this reality. Like you said, Luke, the rawness, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 14, may those who tried to destroy me. Oh, I love that. May they be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. God, and, and you know, uh, you, you see this, that this was a prayer that was actually in the Old Testament under law. Hmm. And so law was eye for an eye and a right, tooth for right, tooth, right? right. So in the, in the New Testament, we don't pray quite like that. You know, God, would you get them, you know? <laughs> but sometimes right. I'd like to. Sometimes I'd like to pray like that. God, would you get them, all right? Uh, but I think the, the lesson that we're learning here is that God says, listen, may, may you look at those that are doing evil and may you deal with them. And, uh, and so I can't deal with them. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got them now. Oh, I, I, I love this passage. But, many, but may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. For those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, yet the Lord, uh, let the Lord keep me in His thoughts. You are my helper, my savior. Oh my God, do not delay. So, so it's just a powerful words that David wrote. And this was actually a prayer. You know, he's he's writing these psalms. Uh, they're just prayers put to right, music. You right. know, and uh, and and that's where be kind of cool if we could th- take all the songs we sing in church and make them prayers, wouldn't it? Mm. That's what Psalms was. It was they would take them and and they would sing them on. You know, if you read a Psalm of Ascent, that was uh, mm-hmm. Psalms on their journey to go worship uh, on their way to Jerusalem. But I want to encourage you: uh, just take these words and apply them. I'm poor and needy, folks. We are all poor and needy. That's right. Spiritually, we are all poor and needy, and God says that He has a special place in His heart for the poor and needy. And so when we humble ourselves and realize that we are the poor and the needy, and, uh, and you, you look throughout the Old Testament, folks, you want to talk about how God dealt with injustice, He always took care of the poor. That's right. And He told His people to always take care of the poor. And so that's the mandate of the church. And I know, Luke, you're going to share something at the end here about one of the things that we're going to be doing to help right. people in our community. That's right. Because it's the mandate. And that's right. where it comes from. Absolutely. So, the Lord, keep me in your thoughts. 
you know, we're, uh, so we're in just a minute, we're going to go into a time of adoration. And so um, we're just going to, we're just going to exalt the Lord. We're going to lift him up. We're going to praise his name. And I think, you know, Ken, you and I were talking about this beforehand, how important it is for us to, so yes, we are going to come before the Lord. We are going to ask, um, we're going to, we're going to come to him. We're going to seek him out. We're going to say, God, here's, here's the, here's the pain. Here's the, the weeping, right? Here's what's happening in our country. We're going to uh, intercede for those. And, but how powerful and how important it is that we also pause and recognize God's power. Amen. And we adore him for who he is and for his character, for he is just. He is just. He is loving. He is, he is um, omnipresent. He is sovereign. He is, uh, you know, so many things on and on and on and again. And so um, just, just what I want to share is, in, you know, in verse 16, the one that Ken just read, I love that. What David, he's, he's talking about, you know, those who seek the Lord, you know, he's, he's saying they'll be filled with joy and with gladness. And I think the more that I keep drawing close to the Lord, I keep seeking him out, I keep spending time with him. You, it's, it's, you rec- it's like Pastor Jim always says, you know, you recognize how, power, how incredible it is to walk in the power of the Lord Amen. and how the wa- power of walking in his presence. And so as we seek the Lord tonight, that is our prayer, is that we would be filled with joy and with gladness. Like, this is supernatural stuff. This is not like, hey, here's a bunch of good words. This is, this is an ever-present, active, living God. Mm. Like, he is encouraging you right now. Yeah. He's encouraging me as we're reading these scriptures, and I'm sure he's encouraging you right now. And so what, what I want to share is, you know, just like he says in verse 17, he says, As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in his thoughts. Let's recognize who our helper, who our Savior is. That is God. And so um, what I want to do now is uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share uh, Psalm uh, 145. Um, and I just I think it would be really cool if in the comments, if you would just post just a couple words or a sentence or even you can even post... Um, uh, you know, just a thought back to uh, back to God, just praising his name. You know, great is the Lord. Um, he is worthy of our praises, just like Psalm 145.3 says, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of our praise. No one can measure his greatness. We just got done talking about that. Amen. Can't write it out. Not enough paper. <laughs> and so just I'm going to I'm going to pray. And then as I'm praying and we're going to continue on, just adore the Lord. Just post in the comments. Just praise his name. Lift him up. He is great. He is wonderful. He is worthy of our praise. He is unmatchable. He is unattainable. Amen. He's uncontrollable. Amen. Like this is this is Amen. this is the roaring lion. This is who yeah. God is. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about that, you know, that verse we just read about the you can't contain like you wouldn't have enough words. And I just thought, wouldn't it be cool if tonight we just we just tried it though. Like mm. let's try and see how many words we could describe I love it. the acts of God. You know what I mean? I love it. Uh, what he's done. We got to, you get to start with the cross. There you go. Like for me, the the starting point is the cross. Amen. And everything that he's done for me there. And and so as as we do this tonight, I want to encourage you just That's chime right. in. And uh, again, it, you may just be with the uh, yeah with the old heart button down there. I'll I'll hit that heart button a few times. All right. So <laughs> it may be just the heart button or the smiley button or they got like a hundred buttons on there nowadays. Right. But uh, it may be whatever button it is, or maybe you're just typing in praise be to yeah. Jesus. You know. And so let's let's worship. Lord, we just we lift you up. We proclaim that you are God. And, and Lord, we are so thankful, God, that in the midst of all this, that you're pulling us out of the mud. You're pulling us out of the mire. The, you're pulling us out of the, the, these pits and you're you're cleaning us off. You're steadying our feet. And Lord, you, you say in your in your word through through David that God, when we seek, when we seek you out, when we search you, we find joy. We find gladness. So, Lord, we um, we just thank you for being the true source of joy, uh, Lord, for uh, today is a day that you have made. You rejoice and be glad in it. There is not a day that you have not touched. Lord, we walk in your power. We proclaim you are all-powerful. You are all-knowing. Lord, you are just. You are loving. God, you, your, your deeds are, are, we can't write them down. We can't write them all down. Lord, what you did for us on the cross is... Is, we, we have such a hard time articulating, God, because it's like you've, you've changed our lives forever. We once is, what once was is gone, and we are new. You are, you are restoring us. You are renewing us. You gave us a new song. You are, you are everything to us, Lord. We, we love you. We adore you. We are in awe. We are in true awe. And Lord, we worship you with, 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 
with all that we with all that we can, with our best. We bring our best. And we're giving it to you. In Jesus' name. I'm just loving this. Uh, uh, Lori, I'm with you. Joy is a choice. That's a great song. Choose Joy by um, uh, uh, King for Country. That's a great song. And I think it's a, it's a great reminder for all of us to choose Amen. joy. And, and, and joy is contagious. Amen. And so as we continue to lift up the, the name of the Lord and find joy, people like, like what, what does Ken have? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more attractive than watching a believer worship the Lord. And yeah. that means in all ways. Not just in, through music, but that means just watching them worship in their, in their job, in the grocery store, you know, all, all over. Um, and so one of the things that I, I love in, in, in Psalm 46.10 is, in, and I will pull it up on the screen here. Um, Psalm 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. We have this in our house, and this was such a staple verse for us throughout this time, is to be still and know that I am God. And then he goes on to say, it says, I will be honored by every nation, I will be honored throughout the world. And so as I, as I see that verse on the wall, you know, with those little, uh, you know, the little letter board things, you know, I'm just like, be still. And even, even Wyatt the other day, you know, we're, we're, we had some little, we had some crazy going on. And he just goes, Daddy, it says be still. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, I just got yeah. called out, right? Yeah. And so my encouragement is, you know, use that verse. And just, like, just remind yourself to be still and sit in the presence of God. Like, what does that mean to you, just to sit in the presence of God? How do you, how do you practice that? How do yeah. you do that? Yeah, I think it's a discipline. That's right. You know, uh, Mary and Martha, whenever they were going, and uh, Martha was working her tail off. Mm-hmm. And I think most Christians go to work their tail off. <laughs> and very, very few times do we sit in the presence of Jesus. Wow. And so... Um, I, I just have to share this with you. I have an uncle, and he told me this. Uh, I just talking to him through the crisis, and he found a verse in the book of Psalms that said that seven times that he prayed, that this guy would get, uh, that the psalmist would pray seven times throughout the day. And so uh, as, I was, as I was contemplating that, I remember what he told me just a few weeks ago. Here. He said, I set my alarm to go off every two hours throughout the day. And, and he's a teacher. So he teaches for Pine Richland, and uh, right now, of course, you know, all teaching has been online. And so since March 15th, he's been teaching online. And he told me, he said that he starts his day at 7 in the morning, and every two hours, so you take that every seven times, that's over a 14-hour period. He said that his life has been transformed by sitting at the feet of Jesus. Wow. And wow. I love it. I'm like, man, the, I'm having a spiritual conversation with my uncle. Wow. And he's telling me that Jesus changed his life because he, he took his phone and he set the alarm to go off every two hours. Wow. And, and I want to encourage you. Like that, that's what we're doing tonight. We set, the, right. we set the alarm tonight. <laughs> but I, I want to encourage you to set the alarm. Like Even if it's just a five-minute period yep. that, that happens every two hours, I mean, do that seven times. That's 35 minutes. You'll be in prayer with God throughout the day. And, and that will only grow because I think once you start to, to get used to hanging out with God, you don't want to walk away. It's like the sweetest moments. Right. The sweetest time of your life will be the time you have in the cross. Time with Jesus. And so that's what Martha and Mary struggled with. And so Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. And, and what did Jesus say? Jesus said, Mary has chosen the greater. You know, between Mary and Martha, Mary has chosen the single most important thing. Wow. And so I want to encourage all of us, let's choose the single most important thing. Wow. And that's sitting at his feet. And I think that always starts by recognizing his power, Luke. Like you said, Psalm 46.10, be still and know that he is God. Like, like the world is crumbling. I, read, I told the staff, I read an article that uh, said that other countries are, are celebrating what they call the collapse of the United States. And I don't know that I would call it the collapse. But when you hear that word, it's scary, isn't it? And to think of the crumbling that's happening around us, just come into the presence of God and don't look at all the crumbling. Look at the God who's the God of the universe and what has He called us to do. He's called us to take our eyes off of this and put it onto Him. And when you do, boy, your chin goes up with those eyes. And up, up comes your countenance unto the Lord God Almighty. So I'm just going to pray another prayer of adoration. Please, right? please. God, we come before you, Lord, and we're so thankful that you are God. Thankful that, uh, that you have uh, proven yourself 
you are not just a God that uh, is God in theory. You're not just some idea. You're not a feeling. You are God. And you are supreme. You are sovereign. You will never let us down. You are holy. You are just. You are mighty. You are the provider. And so, God, we come to you and we recognize you tonight. In the midst of the world that seemingly is crumbling, uh, God, we come to you and we recognize the almighty God of the universe. And that's where you've called all of us as believers to be tonight, is, is to be humbled on our knees, praising our great God. In your name we pray. You know, as we, as we be still and know that, that he is God, as we, we sit in his presence, one of the things that I'm... I think is a, is a is a discipline is 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 listening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Is allowing you know allowing God to to speak to us you know through His Word and His Spirit. And I think some of that could be you know meditating on the Word, you know reading it through and just listening and you know, oh and you now what what seems to resonate with you. But I think one of the disciplines that I often find myself is you know it's just it's just recognizing what God's trying to teach me. Like I'm, I listen to the Bible like on, as one of my disciplines, and 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 it's funny how even listening it's like you have to like re, you re-listen to it and all of a sudden like you re-listen to it again and then the third time you're going wow like you, you literally just spoke to me like just changed my, my mind or just changed my heart or my mood you know and, and, and that's what God does like he changes Amen. our mood you Amen. know and so um, one of the things in Psalm 40 that we just read a minute ago and the first three verses he talks about how um, you know, he lifted us out of the pit of despair. And so in verse one, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. And then here he says, I, he has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. And so I think, you know, sometimes we have to recognize what God is doing in our life. You know, and, and, and it may be five months, five years from now, we look back and then we say, man, God gave me a song. And then it says what? It says, and then it says those who uh, many will see what he has done and be amazed. Mm. We're going to we are going to the, the stories of how God moved are going to continue to trickle up. Yeah. It's in your testimonies. It's in, it's in your stories. It's in, it's in the people that you know. God is changing lives. He is, he is teaching us. He is, and we need to sit back and go, man, God, you gave me a new song in the midst of a pandemic. Amen. And so I, I just, I, that is so powerful to me. Amen. To allow God to speak to us through his word and then to recognize that. Yeah. I just think that's so powerful. That's so powerful. Okay, would you read the Revelation 5? and? Right. Revelation chapter 5, verse 12, and uh, this is just, just a, a song that you could sing back to God, really. Uh, and they sang in a mighty chorus, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and honor and glory, riches and wisdom and strength, honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth, under the earth and in the sea. They sing blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. So, folks, just imagine what that's going to be like. You're, on, you're ready to sing. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Worthy is the Lamb. That is one of my all-time favorite songs. Worthy is the Lamb. Amen. You know, we can't say that enough, can we? You know, worthy is lamb. It's directly out of Scripture. And one day, now check this out, one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And in the book of Revelation, uh, John gives us that little glimpse. He says, listen, I heard them singing and I hear them. And they're, they're every creature in heaven and on earth. Wow, this is going to be awesome whenever we see that one day everybody will be singing in that same chorus. That is just so powerful. And, and I want to encourage you, don't wait till that day to sing it. That's right. Let's That's start right. singing it now. Yep. Worthy is the Lamb who is worthy to be, to, to, of all the honor and glory, the, the Lamb that was slain. So as we, as we, you know, just spend a few minutes just, just adoring who God is, just, just praising his name. You know, he speaks to us through his word or just recognizing how just the power and the presence of God, you know, because I think sometimes for me, you know, when I don't know how to praise God, it's because I'm not spending time with him. The more that I spend time with the Lord, the more that I spend time and I, and I, 
and I, I, I ask him to speak to me. He, he teaches me about him. He teaches me about who he is. And then I'm going, holy smokes, God, your power, your presence. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, guys, like, that's the source. Like, we cannot love. I think something that came to my mind this morning is we cannot love for the long haul. That's what our culture needs right now. They yeah. need love. You need Christians who are going to love for the long haul. Not for five days, not when it's just trending on social media, but we are going to love for the long haul. And people, we can't do that if we aren't loving God. Yeah. If we aren't loving the God of the universe, how can we effectively love others? I'm not saying that we, you know, don't love if, you know, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I, we had to draw from that source. And so, um, so Ken's going to lead us through just a, a time of, of confession and, and working through some scriptures. But as, as he's talking and as we're praying, you know, feel free to keep chiming in. I love, I love seeing your guys' comments and, and reading through what God's been teaching you and what, how you resonate with everything. But um, Ken, would you, would you lead us? Amen. Let's uh, go to a time of confession. And as we do, we're just going to bring the music up a little bit and just kind of, I just want you to revel in who God is. And, and just, just take some quiet time in here. Uh, the Lord tells us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, that He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so, folks, tonight I'm not asking you to write in anything online of your of your um, of your sins or anything like that. Uh, but, to, but to go before God, confession just means this. It, it, the Greek word for confess is homo legao. It means to say the same thing. So just say the same thing that God says about your sin. It, it's wrong. I have offended the holiness of God. And it, it's not what God has made me for. And you know, right now we're, we're in the midst of uh, some, some really terrible times in our country and, and I want to encourage all of us to go before the Lord and confess our sins before the Lord. And, and let's just tell God, listen, we have blown it. We have screwed up. Uh, God, this is my sinfulness. Here. Yes. And let's, let's take that before the Lord. Psalm 51.10 says, Create in me, O God, a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Do not take me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. So, so confession is an about face and coming to God. And, and, and so let's come to God tonight. And, and, and let's, just, let's just come there. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. You know, whenever, whenever there's sin in our life, um, the joy disappears. It, it, it just can't have sin and joy in the same moment. And so we, we, we're tempted to think that. Right. We're tempted to think that if we have, if you, if you follow and take that bait of that temptation, mm-hmm. it'll be more joy. Absolutely. But it never produces joy. Nope. Never. Nope. Whether it's uh, pride, uh, ego, uh, to something that is blatant and gross. Uh, God says, listen, all those produce nothing, That's right. no life. That's and right. so we come to Him. He restores the joy of our salvation. Uh, Jeremiah 31, 34. Let us accept God's work in our lives tonight, okay? Verse 34 says that they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives, saying, you should know the Lord. For everyone, from the least to the greatest, will know already, says the Lord, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sin. So tonight, let's, uh, let's just go to the Lord and, and just r- repent, really. Like, just take a few moments and, uh, and come before Him. And I'm just going to pause for a moment. We'll just kind of let the music play for a little bit there. And then I'm going to just pray. So where you're, wherever you're at tonight, would you just call on the name of the Lord and, and come to Him and, and say, Okay, God, this is where I'm at. And uh, I, I, I surrender to you my, my ego, my will. And the list goes on. And just have that moment of confession with the Lord.
God, I come before you, Lord, and I thank you for this wonderful gift of confession. Nobody in our church has to come to the pastors and tell them their sin. We get to go directly to God. And so, God, I thank you that you not only have given us this gift of confession, but you make it readily available. And you said that you would forgive us. You would restore our soul, restore our heart. So, God, we know that our sins were paid once and for all, forever at the cross. And when you died, when you died and you resurrected on that, uh, from that tomb, you took care of our sin problem. And so, Lord, we come to you and we, we confess to you tonight. We confess, number one, that you are God. Number two, we thank you that you are the, the one who paid the, sin once for, paid the price for our sin once for all forever. And more, more excitingly tonight, Lord, that as we keep these short accounts, that I don't have to walk around guilt-ridden. I don't have to walk around just with this cloud over me. I don't have to walk around in despair because of my sin. And my sin is what will pull me down. God, thank you that we can come to you. And Lord, we confess uh, just collectively tonight, Lord, as a body of believers online, for those that are watching now, for those that are watching later, Lord, we just confess to God Almighty our shortcomings. We confess our sin, Lord, and uh, we need you. And we ask that you will just move in ways that only you'll get the glory as we come and we lay that burden down at your feet. Thank you that I don't have to carry that anymore. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. I, um, you know, I was thinking through Psalms, you know, just as you were praying, Ken, and you know, it's interesting how we see the hand of God usually after the fact. Sometimes it's in the midst of it, and I think, you know, going back to, to you know, into Psalms, um, you know, forty six ten, where it says, you know, be still and know that I am God. It's like I think it's in the stillness when we calm ourselves when we. We pause. It's in the pause. You know, it's in the Selah. It's in the, the pause where we can go, okay, you are God. You know, it's like when Solomon says, you know, uh, God is in heaven and we are here on earth, so may our words be few. I think it's in recognition of man, like this is who you are, God. And so as we spend a, now move into a time of thanksgiving, let me pray and let's just pause. Let's just be still and just recognize, just be thankful for all that God has done. You know, God has, has brought us, he's brought us today. Amen. He's brought us here. He's brought us the opportunity to, 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 to interact online. He's brought us the opportunity to, you know, to open up our building this weekend, to be able to interact with people through all kinds of technology and to be able to bring food to people, to serve people. And doors have been open. Like, we have so much to be thankful for. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. And as I'm praying and as we're interacting through this time of Thanksgiving, let's just... Let's just comment our, our thankfulness. Let's comment Amen. how we're thankful for all that God has done. Lord, we give thanks for you are good. And Lord, we are taking just even a few seconds to be still and to just recognize that you are God. Would you, would you, would you speak to our hearts so that we may, God, recognize, um, just illuminate Holy Spirit, would you move in our hearts to illuminate, God, just what you've done. Um, just to think about even this past week. Well, we're just going to pause and just be still and, and, and recognize that you are God. Just speak to us. Lord, you, you say in, in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, don't worry about anything. Said, pray about everything. <laughs> tell, uh, tell, we need to tell you what we need and, and thank you for all that you've done. And then, we, then we can experience your peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And then your peace, Lord God, will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Christ Jesus. We, we, we bring all to you. 
recognize that you're a God and you've, you've given us today. You've given us so much. You've brought us this far. Lord, as our, our world um, just, and again, we're, we're just seeing it more. God, we're, we're recognizing that not one human-made system is bringing the life change that only Jesus can bring. It's not capitalism. It's not socialism. It's not Fox News. It's not MSNBC. It's not, it's not any news station. No, no, no amount of money. No amount of correctly worded statements. Nothing can bring life change. Only Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, we are asking now, God, just, just, just fill our hearts with, with, a, with understanding, God, and just fill our hearts with peace. We're bringing everything to you. God, thank you for allowing us to be confident in approaching you. And thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name. I just love that passage, Ken, because it's, it's I mean, how, how real life is. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about it. So that is where it's at. If we can, if we can just go to there and stay there, right? I know. Just, just don't worry. And uh, and I, I love when God. You know, the best part about that, Luke, is God never takes something away without replacing right. it. So I'll gladly let Him take my worry. That's right. Gladly let Him. But He doesn't just stop there and say, "Hey, have a have a go flatline emotionally." Right. right. He says, "Don't worry." But pray, tell God, and then he'll give you peace, and he will guard your heart and your mind. And you know, right now, that's what I need more than anything, Luke. I need God to guard my heart and my mind. And, and as the two go together, uh, one is my, just how you're thinking, and the other is how you're feeling. And so uh, that's what God's going to do, and I, I just love the power of his word tonight. So Sylvia just put, thank you for keeping us safe for our family and friends. We praise you for our goodness and love. Uh, we love you. I love that. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, uh, even when I'm I'm not my prettiest. <laughs> uh, Lord, we've all we've all had, we've all had the good, the bad, the ugly, and the probably shouldn't talk about. You know, we've all had those moments. Uh, you know, when when we let the world's frustrations get to us, and that's like the roller coaster, right? I love that. Forgive, thank you for forgiving me when my thoughts don't do immediately judge somebody and for, for, and, and for writing my way of thinking. Mm. Wow. That's Amen. so powerful. So much to be thankful for. God is so good. And, you know, as we've taken that time tonight, Luke, and just looked at adoration, confession, thanksgiving, uh, now we're going to get to the part where, where we typically start. You know, we typically, most people start with supplication, don't they? And uh, as we move into that moment of supplication, that's just kind of a church word that says pray for others. That's you know? right. That's and it exactly fits real right. well in the Acts Acrostic, right. you know? <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, if I would have put P-R-A-Y for others, it doesn't, doesn't flow, right? But uh, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, praying for your needs and for the needs of others. And so uh, I just want to encourage you. There are many needs, Luke. Um, I was thinking, you know, today we... Uh, I talked with Lil Worgan. Lil Worgan attends our church, and she has just been, she's just been through so much, uh, and not just the past few months, but the past year. That's right. They have been battered uh, with a lot of physical challenges, and uh, Lil shared that she has a, a need to have, uh, she's going to have to have some heart surgery. So, and I know she has shared that publicly on her on her post, and and I've been talking. To, her family's been calling, and. And so, so we're just lifting, <laughs> lifting them up before the Lord tonight. And I want to encourage you to, to be in prayer for Lil. Uh, be in prayer for just uh, so many of the needs in our church. Uh, Colossians 4.2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. So as we devote ourselves tonight, Luke, that's, that's what we're called to do. Uh, just with an alert mind and a thankful heart. So I want to be very alert to the needs that are happening uh, in our congregation. There's a whole lot of needs that are happening in our world right now and in our congregation. So let's lift up Lil. Um, I know that uh, we, we had a, a loss in our family this week, in the church family, and that was um, uh, uh, Opal Lewis. Felix's wife, Opal, passed away, and um, she passed away on Saturday morning. 
and they're, they're going to have a memorial service for her in the future. But I just want you to be praying for the Lewis family. And so Opal Lewis went to be with the Lord. And, and, and so we're just watching a, a number of people that are struggling and people that are hurting and that are in pain. And as we were looking over our, our list of people that are in the hospitals today, you know, we're, we're, just, we're just watching different ones that are in and out of the hospital. They're having such right. overwhelming pain. And, and I just want to lift up our church family before the Lord tonight. And I want to lift up again this the situation in our land right now, Luke. That's right. Um, the, the, the greatest single most thing as we started out tonight is to pray. That's right. And so um, I, I want to encourage you to, to be listeners. That's right. As the church, we need to listen. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and not, not be, um, this is not something that is going to pass by. Mm-hmm. This is something that God's called us to listen Amen. to. And as we listen and, and we, we take the time and we hug, we pray, we cry together. That's right. And this is the time to, to reach out across the street and across the world. That's right. And so I just, uh, I just want to encourage us as a church family, let's, let's be alert in prayer. And so as I'm alert and I, and I just saw, you know, just even myself uh, moving about uh, yesterday evening, I, I, I just saw some, some things that were just just really broke my heart. Right. And I had my daughter in the car. She's an adult child. And, and she saw these same things that I did. And it just, just brought her to tears. Yep. And, you know, it, it really does. It brings me to tears whenever I see these things. So let's just go before the Lord tonight. I'm going to lift up Lil Morgan in prayer. I'm going to lift up our situation in our country and in our city right now. And uh, we're just going to ask God to... To, to heal. You know, only God is the one who can come and Amen. heal Absolutely. Th- this ugliness. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we know there's no place for racism in the church. No. There's no place for it, and, and there's no place for it in our world, really. But uh, w- the only way that we can solve this, Luke, is through the, through the power of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So let's Amen. go to the Lord in prayer. Let me pray for several of these needs. And if there's anyone else that uh, needs prayer tonight, if you would just uh, chime in and add them on there. And as you folks watch in those comments, people, I want you to pray for them as well from right where you're at. God, I come before you tonight and I thank you, Lord, for all that you are. You said that we could come before you with all of our needs. And so, God, I'm coming before you today with all of our needs I'm thinking of so many people in our church that are hurting, Lord. People that are are going through uh, some just really hard issues. I I think of Lil Morgan tonight, God. She's just overwhelmed health-wise. She needs needs a touch from you, Lord. Just touch her body. Uh, God, as as they plan to to do a a heart surgery on her, God, I just pray that uh, you you will guide those doctors, Lord. Be with Lillian, Lord. May she find her hope in you tonight, Lord. Um, we, we, we trust you, God. You're, she's in your hands, and there's no greater place to be. So, God, I just pray for Lil. I pray for the, the Lewis family, Lord, for, for Felix and, and, and his son John and his daughter Nikita. God, I, I just lift them up to you, Lord, and I thank you for Felix, and I thank you for Opal. They were just some really wonderful members of our church. They uh, they love you. And Opal always came into this building smiling from ear to ear. She loved praising you. She loved hugging people. She just loved just being the hands and feet of Jesus. God, we will miss Opal. We love her dearly. And we know that she's into eternity, into your hands. And so, God, I just uh, I thank you that there's no safer place for her than to be in your hands. She's no longer fighting cancer. She's been healed of that. And you, and you chose to heal her by, by releasing her from this body. And she's now in the presence of God Almighty. Uh, God, we lift up the, the, uh, the, these, this unrest all over our country right now, God. These protests and riots, Lord. And God, we, we thank you that we live in America where we have the right to, to go out and protest, to, to make our statement known. And we thank you for that freedom. And God, we ask, number one, that you'll protect that freedom. God, protect our country that we will never lose those freedoms, those distinctives of who we are that, uh, that we have as Americans. 
But uh, God, we have a, we we have another citizenship that's much greater, and that's the citizenship of heaven. And so, Lord, as uh, as as we lift up this this crisis in our world, Lord, it's it's really a pandemic of the heart, as Tony Evans said. It's a it's a heart issue, and it's a heart issue that must be dealt with, and and we can't keep turning a blind eye to this. So, God, we ask now, Lord, for your kingdom's sake, God that you would bring peace in our land. God, bring healing to our land. God, would, would, you, would you meet those needs, those that are broken tonight, Lord? Would you come, come alongside them and, uh, and just meet those, the brokenness, God? I, I can't fix the pain. The pain is surmount, unsurmountable, and, and only you can do that, God. So I ask tonight, Lord, that you would step in and you would heal our land. And you said in Second Chronicles 7.14, Lord, that you said that if your people would humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, repent, and seek your face, then you would hear from heaven. Then you would heal their land. So, God, we're not asking for repentance of, of American culture. We're asking for repentance of us as believers, God. We humble ourselves and we repent to you, God Almighty. And we ask you for forgiveness where we have tried to do this in our own power. We ask you for forgiveness, Lord, where we have been wrong, where we have carried uh, just sinful, sinful things, Lord. And we, we come to you, Lord, and we just ask you, God, to, to, uh, to take us and use us for your honor and glory. But, God, we ask for healing now for our land. And uh, right now, the, it's even a far cry to even think about beginning to heal. But, God, I ask that you would begin the process. And, and use your church, Lord. Open up crossroads. Tell us what to do, God. Uh, the church doors have been closed for three months in America. And, Lord, the, the America needs you more now than ever. And so the doors to you have not been closed. The windows of heaven are open. And the blessings of God Almighty are falling tonight. And we thank you for that, Lord. And I ask that you would work in our land. And, Lord, be with all those requests, Lord. We have many people in our church that are suffering. They're out of work right now. I lift them up to you, Lord. Uh, some are suffering uh, just relational crisis. Just homes are being broken. And God, I know that you can heal them. Where two people become humble in the sight of God Almighty, that's, that's where you love to work. You can't work in pride. But you can work in humility. And Lord, you have a powerful way of humbling us. So God, I pray for those marriages right now that are on the rocks. That maybe they've just been together through the pandemic so much and didn't realize uh, how much they've been getting on each other. And they're on each other's last nerve. God, I pray you'll give them healing. Take, take the burden from them and, and, and bring them to you, God. And so, God, there's, there's marriages that, that are suffering. There's finances that are suffering. Jobs that are suffering. Health that is suffering. And, and Lord, just mentally, we are overwhelmed. So, God, I lift up our family to you. And I thank you for the time that we've had together to praise your almighty name. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, I want to tell you that this weekend we are back in our building on Saturday night at 6 o'clock as well as 9.30 and 11 on Sunday. Uh, So we're going to be following the CDC guidelines, and and you can see more information on how we uh, and kind of what to expect on the front page of our website. Um, And we also are asking that our our church family uh, would would RSVP just so we can best know how to serve you. Um, I also want to let you know that on June 8th, we have our Blessings of Hope. We're going to be giving uh, and serving food to our families in need. And so please get the word out on June 8th. Amen. You know, Luke, I just wanted to chime in on with the reopening. We're so excited to be reopening. I know many of you are excited, but I also know many of you are hesitant. That's right. And so uh, the all services will be online. Yep. Uh, what's happening here on Saturday will be live online live. Saturday. Live. We'll be live. We'll be live on Sunday at 9.30 and 11. And then we will also restream those at 3 o'clock and 7, 7 on yep. Sunday. So I, I just want to encourage you folks because uh, God is moving and there have been so many people that have come to know Jesus. I that's right. I think we've had like 40 people yep. trust that's in right. Christ. That's right. Like that's, that's just an amazing thing. 
And so I just want to encourage you, um, get, like Luke said, hit the website, sign up. If, if you can't figure it out, just show up. Yeah. Okay, we'll find a seat. We'll figure yeah. it out. You can sit up here on the stage with me. <laughs> i got six feet of unused space. We'll, we'll put it anywhere, but if you could just see this auditorium right now, huh, Luke? Yep. Uh, the chairs are six feet apart. It, it looks different. It's a little different. But it's all good, and uh, God is still the same. Amen. God bless you. And uh, anything else, Luke, for nope, tonight? That's it. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. Have a great evening. God bless and have a good night. Let this dark room in silence fuel imagination. chill blows away and bonfire fire warms my heart under the night sky I'm drifting off in the deep of the valley your presence surrounds me the crickets sing and trees ring and I want to let you know that river water runs steady flow and it flows free I lay here and ponder on all creation.